Welcome to the Great American Sports Betting Show, the show where we give you the real deal inside scoop on what's really going on in the world of sports betting. And now, without further ado, your host, Evan Wallace. Yeah, and the crowd goes wild. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, America. Good morning, Sip, a.k.a. Sip Hop, a.k.a. Leo DiCaprio Jr. How's everybody doing today? How you doing today, Sip? Good morning. I'm doing very well, very well. How about yourself? Cannot complain. It is Tuesday, February 11th. We're inching closer and closer to to March. That means March Madness. That means spring break. Speaking of spring break, shout out to Vegas. Anybody coming out that way, be sure to uh, tap in and, and, and hit your boy up. Uh, but yeah, beautiful day. Uh, before we uh, get into things, though, Sip, I, I saw recently on your on your IG, you know, and also other people, they've been uh, talking about this broom phenomenon. What's what's going on with this whole broom uh, uh, thing going on on the internet? I have no idea. I have never heard of this thing before. But I saw a complex video of this girl that basically walked in the middle of her kitchen and stood her broom straight up and as if there's no gravity and it just floats there and so i tried it last night and it worked and um, it worked <laughs> yeah i've uh, i've been seeing people trip out about it the only time i i saw a video it didn't work for one dude and uh, somebody on twitter commented they said it doesn't work with dollar store brooms i guess you gotta have a uh, you know, a decent broom for it to work. Yeah, right. But uh, but yeah, that's crazy, man. And I would assume, you know, with gravity and the Earth's, you know, rotating, it, it may not work forever. But um, when it starts, you know, sweeping and mopping and vacuuming, uh, you know, that's when I'd like to be involved. I'd like to, can you keep me posted when that happens? So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it is. I didn't believe it, so I had to try it because I just have a broom sitting here. Yeah. That's what it is. Hey, quick question also. Um, this is kind of off topic, but whatever. Facebook, uh, I'm just curious to know, what do you think about Facebook? Because I know you're, a, uh, you know, you're, the, you're, te- you're into tech and social media and, and marketing and advertising. Are you still on Facebook or, and do you recommend it still for uh, personal brands and businesses and stuff like that? Without a doubt. You do? Okay. Interesting. Why is that? Um, well, the one thing that I think that people don't really understand of why Facebook is so powerful is the marketing components, right? As a marketer, it, it's very easy for me to find my audience and to serve them ads. I mean, you're talking to doing this effectively at about a dollar a day. Like okay. you, could, you can market products, you can market yourself, you can market your brand to thousands of people for the, for the price of a coffee. So that has a lot of value when you start to try and convert things and sell products and do e-commerce, which is where the future's heading, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You heard it there, folks. Um, yeah, just something I've been curious about as far as do people still use it and, and how is it being used? And, you know, so not only do we have our tech expert here, but we also have our, our filmmaker, you know, script writing uh, Hollywood correspondent. And this past weekend we had the Oscars. Uh, so definitely need to touch on that uh, real quick. I don't watch too many movies, but uh, I know a lot of people do. Do you? Did you watch the Oscars first and foremost? Of course, I didn't yeah, make course it to a. I didn't make it to one of those fancy parties, but I was down the street. Okay, well, look next year or whenever the next one is, because I know you're in tune. Uh, let me know, and 
I might actually have to come back out to Hollywood for that. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll come kick it for those for those types of parties. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, just to be your sidekick and we could pretend like you're Leo DiCaprio. How, how does that sound? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now. Also, like, bro, like I know you like to work behind the scenes. You know, behind the camera and stuff like that. You know, you're you're a good looking guy. You know, no homo. Pause. Uh, so what, what makes you not want to be or in front of the camera? You know what I'm saying? It just seems like that would be a natural fit. Well, part of it is the getting annoyed by people always like coming up to you and stuff. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. For me, I, I like being in control, right? So yeah. that's why I like being behind the camera and editing. As an actor, you're still being told what to do. I don't like being told what to do. Got you, got you. Yeah, that, that, those are two Chicago traits. Number one, don't like people coming up to you that you don't know. <laughs> we, we all a little uh, paranoid about that. And then number two, don't like being told what to do. I completely understand and agree. Now, who were the big winners, the big losers, and were there any, like, um, shining moments for the show for the Oscars this past weekend? Well, our boy Brad Pitt, he finally won an Oscar, right, after all, all the dope shit he's done in his life. Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. that, like, that we're fans of like like, like fight snatch, club yeah snatch is like one of my favorite all time yeah for um, sure fight club i mean so congratulations to brad pitt right he's deserved it shout out um, brad pitt congratulations joaquin phoenix phoenix won for joker now okay. i didn't really like joker but i guess he did a great job of you know playing the I part i yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a great movie. Um, I thought he killed that. It started out a little slow, but yeah, the, that was a good, good movie. Um, that was actually the last movie I saw bef uh, before uh, Uncut Gym. So I enjoyed that movie. Um, anything else? And then uh, the big, big winner was Parasite, the, uh, the South Korean film. Uh, won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, um, and just cleared the cleared the slate um, for a film that is completely in South Korean um, is very surprising. Yeah, I mean, I heard, um, you know, obviously it made waves uh, for the, uh, I guess, the maybe the cast and the director being Korean. Um, so that's dope. Shout out to uh, Parasite movie, the cast, the director, uh, I think his name is Bong, Bong Ho Jun or something like that. I probably butchered yeah. that. Um, but a big moment for Koreans, and I know um, they were celebrating to the, to the late into the morning out there in L.A. Um, that's what I heard. Is that true? Did you hear anything like that? Well, yeah. yeah. So I have a, a publicist friend who was like, I guess they had their after party at the Soho house in West Hollywood. Mm. So she was posting a bunch of stuff, which was cool. Mm. Yeah. But then they kept it going till like eight in the morning. And one of the things out here in L.A. is there's really not like after hours bars. Unless right. you go to Koreatown, and Koreatown has all the after-hours bars. Ah, yep. So they That's... slayed it, and, you know, congrats to them. Man, congrats again. And, yeah, I guess everywhere you go, it's similar to Vegas. Uh, it's not really Koreatown, but Chinatown, you know, you can go there. That's the low-key uh, gym spot for the for the after-hours. You go there after the club. You get, you know, either go to the, uh, the karaoke spot or you go to – um uh you know one of the uh the restaurants that are open pretty much all day all night um uh, and get you some soup or something like that so mm. um that's pretty dope man and uh you know definitely um uh, i wanted to go and check out the gentleman i didn't get a chance to make it um but i did get a chance to catch up on on some uh some tv shows silicon valley really i, I really enjoyed that good 
last season. Shout out to Silicon Valley. Um, so again, welcome to the show. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, I do want to start the show by putting out a invite an APB. Anybody that found this show or that's listening, um, that works in the tech space, you know, that's out there in San Francisco, Seattle, LA, uh, any of the young entrepreneurs around the country, uh, around the world, really, you know, that are interested in tech, tech space, sports, sports gambling, and all things that have to come uh, in these in these uh, emerging industries. Uh, definitely keep keep listening. Uh, I definitely want int- to introduce some call-in aspects to the show, get some other perspectives, and and create a network. And and that's something I'm excited to continue to do. Um, and I think we got two of the best here to make that happen. And uh, we'll continue to, to bring the noise. Isn't that right, Sip? Bring the noise. Bring the noise. There you go. So, big past weekend other than uh, Oscars and TV, we did have some sports uh, going on. Actually, some big sporting events. My uh, favorite uh, was UFC. UFC 247. I'm a huge UFC fan. Sip, what about you? You like UFC? And did you see the um, the fights this past weekend? Uh, I guess I like it. I didn't see the fights, um, but it, I mean, how often do they do UFC? Because it's not like a week-to-week thing, is it? It actually is. And it is. It is. And, um, you know, that's one of the crazy things. So anybody that knows me that's listening, um, I've lived in Vegas for over 12 years now. And and I actually used to work across the street. Our office at the Palms was literally right next door to the first UFC headquarters. So we got to see them from their very beginning. I would see Dana White all the time. Matter of fact, I'd even uh, we used to. I used to try to drag race him. I'd see him like heading down Flamingo. You know what I mean? I used to uh, him and his little his coupons, two door bins and whatever. I'd pull up. I don't even know what I was driving. Probably like a Lincoln or something. I used to pull up on the side of him and uh, rev that thing. You know what I'm saying? See if we can get a a, a drag race out of him. But just to see their uh, evolution, because back in the day, yeah, you'd have like one event every every two months right one event every every month and since they struck this deal with espn that happened i think a year and a half ago they've really kind of uh, grown and matured and so now they they've they've grown their fighters right and so more people know about more of the fighters and even the ones you don't know when you tune in you catch a good fight because unlike boxing they don't just put out, you know, anybody out there to just, you know, pussyfoot around for 12 rounds. Like, they're getting after it. And so no matter whether it's a big fight where you know the names or not, you can always, always be entertained. And this past weekend was no different. So UFC 247, the major fight was uh, John Jones, John Bones Jones versus uh, up-and-coming Dominic Reyes. This was for the light heavyweight championship belt. And this fight delivered um, 1,000%. you know John Jones is? I don't know. Okay. Uh, probably the biggest star in the sport. We got we to gotta get you caught up. Sip. We got to come out and see if a, a fight in Vegas um, at some point, you know, might get you, you know, off your, off your L.A. See, that's the thing with, with L.A. Um, you know, people in L.A., they got so many options and they're, they're into such different lifestyles that you really have to come with it. If you're like any, if you're sports, especially like to, 
to get their attention unless it's like the Lakers and stuff like that. So um, UFC, if you're listening, you got some more work to do. But other than that, everything about the UFC has been going really, really good. Um, this fight was, was amazing. I actually, before the fight, I said that there was a lot of value betting on Dominic Reyes. So um, if you wanted to take the underdog, you were uh, getting, I think, plus 250, plus 300, something like that, which is, you know, you bet a dollar, you bet a hundred, you, you win 300 on Dominic Reyes. I, you know, thought John Jones had a good chance to win, but if you're betting on value, Dominic Reyes was the play. True to form, true to fruition came out just as I thought many people had it very close. Some thought Dominic Reyes won. However, you know, he won the first two rounds, in my opinion. The third was a toss-up. And then um, John Jones kind of applied the pressure, used his expertise, his experience to win the, the last two rounds. And, you know, the old saying is if you're going to be the champ, you got to beat the champ, right? So, in my opinion, I don't think he did enough to give him the decision, and that being Dominic Reyes. So, John Jones retained the belt. He is now the longest uh, defending champion holder in the UFC history. He just surpassed George St. Pierre um, mm. for his 14th title defense. So shout out to John Jones. Great job. Great fight. Thank you for the entertainment. Um, so I enjoyed that fight. And so also going on in the world of sports was the XFL. Mm. The XFL. Do you, have you heard about that? Do you know what that is, Sip? It's, uh, I mean, I think it's changed from the original XFL, which was kind of like McMahon, right? Wasn't it like, yeah. uh, is he still, yeah, yeah. Is, he, is it still run through him? Yeah, that's it, right? Vince McMahon, WWE billionaire. Um, he actually started this league in 2001. I remember one of my first times in Vegas actually was when um, they had a team in Vegas and the most popular player, I think his name was He Hate Me, because they got to wear their, mm -hmm. their they got to wear their nicknames on their jerseys. Um, so a lot of people remember him. He Hate Me, XFL. Um, it didn't work the first time, and me honestly, um, who knows? But I don't think it's going to work this time. I think it's much improved. But one of the one of the biggest problems is the fact that if you're going to put in a new football league, it has to be revolving around sports betting right you gotta let people gamble on this thing all day and one of the problems right now that i've seen is that um somebody actually posted it on twitter recently was that they tried to bet on the game they tried to make a hundred dollar bet and it wouldn't even let them make that bet um the most they could put down was 63 dollars 63 dollars so wow. For me, that's not enough. Um, I didn't watch the games, wasn't that interested. Um, and the only way I'd ever become really that interested is if I could, you know, kind of enjoy it with some entertainment, probably go to, a, go to a game or something like that and be able to bet it at the same time. But it's got to be more than $63. Um, so uh, low, low wagering limits is a big problem. It's, it's one of the things that, that hampers um, – involvement in sports and hopefully something that we can get away from down in the future yeah you know, you, go ahead i, I mean I, I just i'm just i just googled who the best players are to see yeah. if i recognize any names right mm -hmm. so landry jones he yeah. was the uh like steelers backup i think quarterback yes yes um connor cook wasn't i i, I feel like i recognize him 
Yeah. Um, Cardell Jones, right? He's yeah, Cardell, uh, like a top pick. Cardell is probably uh, the most popular, most notable name in the league. He uh, was the Ohio State quarterback. A quick note about Cardell is he never lost a game as a starter in college, okay? Hmm. Now, he came to the NFL. He never started. He did not have a good career. But now that he's won his first game in the XFL, he now has never lost a game as a starter since high school football, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Yeah, and to not be, quote-unquote, successful, right? Well, I mean, let's not get it twisted. He was completely garbage and trash in the NFL. Awful. Matter of fact, um, I didn't get a chance to bet on his games because I was out of state, but – if I could have, I would have bet against him every single game. That was about the easiest money that you could ever make. Second to betting against, uh, what's that fool's name? Um, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Is he Manziel. in the XFL? He should be. I don't know why right. he's not. He definitely should be. I know <laughs> That's that your mentioned... money maker right there. Man, you know what? He's got, he's got family money, and who knows what he's doing. Um, I know he's having a good time, though. I know he likes to have a good time. He's probably betting on sports as damn self right now. So shout out to him. Um, Johnny, if you're listening, you you want to come to, to Vegas and, or get on the show. Yeah, uh, let's go. Uh, you know hey, what I mean? But uh, it looks like L.A.'s got a team, the L.A. Wildcats. So I'm now right. a, wild, a Wildcats XFL fan. There you go. And you got some work to do because they got roughed up by the Roughnecks. They actually lost – 37-17. So the, there's eight teams, just so you guys all know, out there, XFL. You got Seattle, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles, New York, D.C., St. Louis, Houston, and Dallas. Those are the eight XFL teams and cities. I bet St. Louis is going to get some love because they don't know they lost their football team. <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that. The Seattle or St. Louis Battlehawks, in case you were wondering. The Battle Hawks. So, uh, but low key, Missouri, St. Louis, the Kansas City, that's becoming title town right now. You know, they had the Royals win recently. They had the Blues win the Stanley Cup last year. They just had the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what's really going on, Chi Town? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. Chi <laughs> <laughs> Town. We're home with really the, the, the three peaks. <laughs> Man, what's really, really good, I don't know. It needs to be figured out ASAP. Um, but let's see. So just to catch up, um, XFL, you know what? I was going to go over the scores. It's not really that important. Um, I don't really see. No, not too many people are watching except for degenerates. And um, You can't even them. bet, right? They can't bet more than $63. You can bet, but you can't bet more than – and to be honest with you, that's not a big deal yet because the big players – um, yeah, there would be bigger players that will do it just because it's something you can bet on. But most of the people that are watching and uh, XFL at this time are $63 players. I mean, they don't bet a lot of money. They just like to have action on the game. Um, and so there's no, no harm in that. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think they had good attendance. They had a, a decent um, ratings for, for cable networks. Um, but um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I haven't really given it too much thought. Uh, I am in um, Seattle, and they got a team. I think they're home this week. Maybe I'll try and go catch the game. Who knows? Moving right along, 
it is February, which means we are coming up into, uh, oh, by the way, before we get into that, so um, do you know what a runner is, uh, Sip? A uh, runner well, in gambling? I know you know not, what a script runner is, right? Sure, and the runner on the trading floor, but not a sports runner or betting runner. Okay, perfect. Now, what does a runner on the trading floor do? So, I mean, it doesn't exist anymore, but back in the day, um, you know, traders in the pits would kind of have their little territories. And this was before, you know, technology. So they used hand signals and whatnot. So mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of times you would write a trade on a trading ticket and you would hand yeah. it to your runner and his job would be to run to the other side and give it to somebody or pick something up. And that's kind of where you started on the floor. Gotcha. Now I was listening to, uh, Jordan Belfort's book recently, The Wolf of Wall Street, and he was saying on his first day, what they would do is when you got a, a, a deal, uh, you'd put it the slip in a tube, kind of like at the bank, you know, mm -hmm. and it would go up in the wall and go to the trading floor. Is that like, did the runner kind of replace that or did that replace the runner? Is that, that similar? That, repla that replaced the runner, right? Because Jordan uh, Belfort was a few years after the floor trading. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So now in sports betting, there is a little known, but, uh, you know, if you're in the industry and you bet good amounts of money, it's well known. It's almost actually a necessity um, because just as we were saying about the low wager, the low limits that these sports books put on certain players. Uh, well, it's well known if you win too much money in sports betting, the sports books will, will limit you, right? Mm. Not only that, but even if you're doing it illegally, you're going through a bookie, he's also going to cut you off. If you win too much, they're not in the business of losing, right? And they have all the power. They have all the control. So what what's professionals in Vegas will do is they have something that's called a, a runner or actually multiple runners. And so if uh, a sportsbook knows who you are, okay, so let's say they say, Evan, nah, you're a beast. You, 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 you're taking us down for too much money. Similar to the way uh, my friends in high school used to say to me when we were shooting dice. They'd be like, man, I can't fuck with you, Evan, no more. You're just too good. You know what I'm saying? You're taking too much of my money. Uh, I'd be like, okay, whatever. So if they try to cut you off in Vegas at the sports book, what you would do is you would then have a group of runners, a team of runners, which is people that – you either you would give money to a lot of times it would be five ten thousand dollars each and you have them go make bets at different sports books around town so that you can get your amount down so let's say you know you're trying to bet 50 dimes or uh, fifty thousand on a game well you're limited to five 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 dimes five thousand or ten thousand at a sports book so now you need five runners to go and get ten thousand each at five different sports books does that make sense yeah, I mean, but I'm like starting to think, you know, do how do they get the money? Do they is there cash involved? You know, shit yeah, of like course. That. So this is all cash. So the 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 sports better the player will give, and this this is it's like an operation. It happens every weekend. So you would probably meet up in the morning. So let's say it's Saturday morning, you're gonna meet up before football kickoff or uh, March or basketball. And you're going to um, get them each the, the 11,000. Usually it would be 11,000 and win 10,000. And you'll give each one of them 11K in cash. They go to different sports books and they put the bet in as if it's their own. And then you get a ticket, right? Um, and now 
that those five tickets all come back to the original player. Now the runners, it's actually a, it's actually a job. So runners, you get paid per run, and then a lot of times on good bets, you'll usually get a percentage of the winning of the winning ticket. Sounds like a great job. <laughs> it is a pretty cool job. I actually did that for um, probably a year um, back in I think 2011, 2012, something like that. I've been in. I started betting at 21 in Vegas, and so that was the first time I spent on sports uh, when I moved to Vegas. So um, that was a long time ago, and so that's actually a really, really fun job because you're getting money just to go put down, put down bets, and then you have still a vested interest in the games, even though it's not your own money, right? So um, that's a good way to get into the industry uh, for younger kids. Now it's something that's kind of uh, behind the curtain. Um, it's not something that's all the way legal. Um, but when you have entities that are trying to limit and trying to hamper the market, um, I mean, that's what happens. People come up with, with other ways to get around that. And so um, that's one thing that uh, most people don't know about. They just think, oh, well, the big sports bettors, I can just go and bet whatever you want. You know, and that's why you'll see different sports bettors on, on social media you know, like, oh, I got a chance to bet. I'll bet 50000 I bet 100000 here and there. And if you are winning, if you have a track record of winning at the sports book, they know who you are, and they're not going to let you bet. It's just they won't do it. Now, if you can't win and you lose more than you win, then they'll take that money all day long, right? But it's just it's not easy anymore. So that's why you have runners. And so – Look into that. Maybe if you're looking to be into involved with sports betting, or you, you think you want to move to Vegas and and you know uh, you know be the next Jordan Belfort of the sports betting world, uh, that's a good place to start. Now, uh, moving along, we do have March Madness coming up, uh, big time of year, big time of year. Obviously, Sip, you you're a, you're a hooper, right? Uh, you mm-hmm. do your thing out there, and do you still uh, get a chance to catch up on, on March Madness at all, or, or what do you think? You know, not really, because you know, coming from Chicago, um, we never have any schools that are any good, right? Yeah, I, did, Except I didn't Loyola. Go to Loyola, yeah. So I mean, Recently. I don't, you know. For me, it's when the tournament comes around and being involved in the brackets and shit like that. That's right, uh, man. I totally forgot about brackets. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Now, that's another thing. I'm glad you mentioned that. So, I stopped doing brackets a long time ago. And the reason why is just because it's, it, it's fun, but it's kind of pointless. And the way I'd rather do it is I'd do a different bracket every, every round. And the way I do a bracket is I just bet on individual games. You know what I mean? Like, bet on each individual games each round. Win or lose, you move on to the next round and you start all over. You know, I think brackets should should start to um, redo redo it that way. Just because what happens after the after the first week, everybody's already out of it, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, or people should just start doing the opposite of whatever they feel. Right. This year, I encourage everyone to put down the opposite pick of whatever you think is going to happen and see how that plays out. Yeah, I mean, look, most people aren't – they're rookies. So it's like that one time of the year where they can fill out a bracket and, like, be involved in, in basketball. So that's, that's what it I'm is. I'm surrounded by them. So that's, you know, why you're the sports guru. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and so this year, I, I I just watched a game last night. It's it's not easy for me to watch a lot of these games uh, right now, or it hasn't been because of football. I can only give so much attention to sports, um, especially if I'm not betting on it, right? Uh, but uh, with foot with end of football, NFL now you get into March Madness and NBA. So that's where the focus of this show is going to go, where, what teams are hot, what teams are not, where uh, you can look to to maybe get paid in a, in a sports betting scenario. Um, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and we'll discuss that more. Uh, and again, if anybody's coming out to Vegas for March Madness, feel free to uh, go ahead and hit your boy up. All right. We, uh, maybe we need to get like a, a college hoops special guest or something yeah i'm thinking about that and you know um i've actually already put in thoughts about that and the 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 thing is is that um you know to be honest quite frank um it is it is my show and i gotta i gotta find someone who i feel like is worthy i do have Mm -hmm. a homeboy mikey shout out to mikey i've already asked him it's just about finding the time i don't know what his schedule is like i'll figure that out but uh that's someone i do trust as far as getting us the information that um, we can use to get paid because at the end of the day that's what it's all about am i right that's right that's because i'm not going to be able to help anybody by the way speaking of uh of xfl i forgot to mention your boy mark tressman you remember him yeah, the fucking shitty Bears coach. <laughs> yes, he's a coach. He's a head coach of the Tampa Bay. Um, what's their name? Tampa Bay. I forget their their other name. Uh, but he's a coach in the in the in the XFL of the Tampa Bay Vipers. Okay, now they were scheduled preseason favorites to win it all. They lost their first game twenty three to three with Mark Tressman at the head coach. So I'm going to give a little tidbit. If you want to bet the XFL, bet the overs because they need scoring, right? In order to get viewers, they're going to need scoring. And then number two, just bet against Mark Tressman every chance you get. <laughs> Listen to us. Listen to us, Chicago people. We know bet against that motherfucker any, any opportunity that you can, okay? Um, also, they fired a defensive coordinator after one game, which is – which is fucked, you know, like they just had their first game and they're already firing fools. So we'll see how that um, turns out. Now, um, before we get out of here and get into some news, um, I just got to ask you, Sip, who you got in the presidential election? If you were going to bet, you know, I think at right now you have Donald Trump versus Bernie Sanders as the two leading candidates. You mean the Who'd two fucking, the two oldest men on the planet? <laughs> It is what it is, though, you know. Um, honestly, I, I, if if the vote I cast made a difference, it would be for Yang. I just, I like, I like his attitude. I, like I didn't that. ask you who you like, man. I said oh. in a betting scenario. In a betting scenario, I got to bet because, against Trump. I got to bet against Trump. Okay, so you're gonna take the value. Now, I did forget about Andrew Yang. He is showing up strong, um, but you know, I think um, as far as the Democrat. Democratic candidates, you'd have Sanders at the top as a as a favorite, right below him. I think you'd have Buttigieg, right, and then you'd have Yang right there. Um, so those are the three front runners. Um, I personally would put the line at Trump minus two fifty, and Sanders at plus two hundred. So um, you know, who knows? Maybe Can there's some. Can you bet value. on that? Can you bet so, on that? Where um, that's that's something I've actually been working on. Um, with a, a group that I'm, I'm involved with. And so, yes and no. So, you can bet each other, 
right? You can bet on secondary markets in the presidential election. Presidential election. Matter of fact, there's a lot of people that got paid last election. And also, it just goes to show you again why Vegas and sports betting markets are more informed, more educated than others like CNN, perhaps. Because if you looked at the odds last, last election, um, Hillary Clinton was a huge favorite. And as it got closer and closer to the election, uh, Donald Trump kept moving up. So he kept moving up as a smaller underdog, right? Or Hillary Clinton was a smaller favorite. On the day of the election, Trump moved like a hundred, he moved like a whole dollar, right? He moved like a hundred points. So before the results were even coming in, as the results were coming in, he kept moving, he kept moving before, as CNN was still saying Hillary's projected to win and blow them out, you know? And so not only that, but just people were backing Trump from the beginning and they were just putting down big money on him. And so a lot of people actually made decent, decent money uh, betting on Trump last last election. This time he's a favorite, so there's no value there. But if you think Sanders has a chance or Yang or one of the Democrats, I'd look into finding the uh, a market that'll take your money. As far as Vegas goes, they are not allowed to uh, take bets on presidential elections. Wah, wah, wah. That shit's weak. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, some news before we get out of here. Uh, sports betting news. William Hill, which is one of the largest sports betting operators in the world, um, has merged with CBS Sports. They have a deal pending, and I guess they're going to be opening up um, – um, a sports book for CBS Sports. I'm not really sure. I do know they have 80 million active users, uh, CBS Sports, that is. So um, seems to be pretty good. It's kind of falling in line from uh, with some other type of sports betting news that we've been hearing. Uh, also in the news, MLB, Major League Baseball, they are uh, looking to change or, or playing with the idea of changing the postseason format, which means that they're going to add two more teams per uh, division and uh, or per conference and then they they want to think about having the top seed get a bye and then choose their opponent their first opponent what i know hey i'll tell you what man it, the, the more that marijuana gets legalized in this country the more that shit crazy shit that you start seeing from people i mean this is this is just ridiculous and and people have already come out against it heavily uh, strongly they do not like it and you know what i agree so let's not mess with baseball it's got enough problems as it is let people bet and get the fuck out the way you know what i mean it's a I, it's, I don't like they, it's been the same for over 100 years why are they why are they changing it up so much well i'll tell you what they do need to change something because uh, revenue it's hard to watch right <laughs> revenue is down viewership is down you need to include sports betting um, and, you know, low key, if young African-Americans, you know, it's just like they're not playing the sport. You know, I played baseball when I was growing up. It's just not as enticing anymore. Um, people want to go play football. They want to play basketball. Um, but um, MLB's got a problem. They need to fix it if they want my opinion or, you know. Let get, me know. Get, you, yeah. get your man on a on a consulting you know, contract. If they need, they, they need me to consult, you know, I'm more than happy to um, uh, look into that and help them find a solution. 
to improve improve the popularity and the viewership um, because you know these are things you want to deal with now you don't want to leave it because um, who knows in 20 25 years who knows if, if MLB will still be the same MLB that has been around before uh, but with that said we are out of time today um, sip again thank you so much I appreciate you uh, coming and talking with us and anybody out there listening appreciate you listen march madness is here we are uh preparing all this month february is the time to prepare for march madness we will have more talk on that we have callers get at us vegas if you're coming for spring break of march madness let me know and with that we are out see you next week peace